Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyat amalina man yahdiyallahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh amma ba'd قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان ثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم وَمَنْ يُطِيَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا صَدَقَ اللَّهُ الْعَظِيمُ Today, I cannot think of any topic but to talk about what's happening to the Muslim Ummah in Gaza, specifically in Gaza. Not to mention that our hearts do not ache when we hear about anywhere, anywhere in the world, east or west, a Muslim is harmed, we feel the pain. And not only that, as a Muslim, we understand that we are not only the caretakers of the Muslim, but the whole world. Muslims and non-Muslims. This is why Allah Azza wa Jal referred to as وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَكُمْ أُمَّةً وَسَتَةً لِتَكُونُ شُهَدَاءَ لَلنَّاسِ Allah Azzawajal raised us, made us the best nation, the just nation, the wasata, the, the nation which is the best, the one who provides justice. Allah Azzawajal has made us the witnesses over the mankind. We're not the witnesses only over the Muslims. Not only on the Arabs, not only the Palestinians, rather we are the witness over the mankind. And by bringing this up, I am not trying to not talk about the issue of Gaza, not to talk about the issue of Palestine. It is one of the most important issues right now. And we have to have the correct understanding of what's going on and also what is needed from us as an ummah? Allah Azza wa Jal has declared very clearly about the land of Palestine. What kind of a land that is? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Subhanalladhi asra bi abdihi laylam min al-Masjid al-Haram ila al-Masjid al-Aqsa." Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is talking about the glory to the Rabb, the Allah Azza wa Jal, the one who took. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on a journey from Masjid al-Haram to the far farther Masjid within Masjid al-Aqsa. Alladhi barakna hawlahu lanuriya ayatihi ayat min ayatina. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Allah, He's the one who has blessed this land and the surrounding. 
It's not talking about only Masjid Al-Aqsa. Rather, the Aqsa and the surrounding of the Masjid Al-Aqsa is the blessed land. Isn't this the same land? Allah Azza wa Jal took Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam from Masjid Al-Haram to Masjid Al-Aqsa in the part of the night. Is it not the same land from where Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was ascended to the heavens where he met? On the first heavens, he met Adam salam. On the second heaven, he met Isa and his cousin Yahya. On the third, he met Yusuf. On the fourth, he met Idris. On the fifth, he met Harun. On the sixth, he met Musa And on the seventh, he met Ibrahim And then he was raised to Siddatul Muntaha, where Allah Azza wa Jal, he prescribed him 50 salah that was reduced to five with the same hasanat. This is the same land Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam raised from. Isn't that the same lane? Is it that same masjid? When he returned back to the Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He led the salah for all the anbiya. And when we talk about all the anbiya from Adam alayhi salatu wasalam until Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, all the messengers, the chosen people of Allah azza wa jal, best among the mankind. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa led all of them. Subhanallah, what a great blessing. And this is not only talking about leading in the prayer. It is the transferring of the leadership from those prophets of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi Because after that, the, the deen that Allah azza wa jal has chosen for the mankind is the one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa in the deen Allah al-Islam, in front of Allah Azza wa Jal, the only deen acceptable is Islam. So this is not just talking about the Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the Imam al-Anbiya. Yes, he is the Imam al-Anbiya. But at the same time, now this is the time that the Aqsa and the surrounding of the Aqsa is supposed to be ruled by the command of Allah Azza wa Jal. Wasn't that the time when Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anh, when he became the Khalifa, he is the one who starts sending the armies, whether it was Ahmad bin al-As, whether it was Abu Baidah bin Jarrah, whether it was Khalid bin Walid, they were surrounding Jerusalem, surrounding the land of Palestine. And then in the time of Omar al-Khattab, when Omar al-Khattab went all the way from Medina to Jerusalem to get, to get the keys of the Al-Quds, isn't that? Don't, do we see them as the people of Palestine? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was not from Palestine. Abu Bakr was not from Palestine. Umar was not from Palestine. Ahmad bin al-As was not from Palestine. Abu Baidah bin Jarrah was not from Palestine. Khalid bin Walid was not from Palestine. If it was an issue of only Palestine, then they should have not been there. They were Meccans. And then we see, when the Al-Quds was even taken, the one who went back and freed them again was Salahuddin Ayyubi. He was not even an Arab, he was a Kurdish. So it's not a Palestinian issue when we talk about Al-Quds. It's not an Arab issue when we talk about Palestine, when we talk about Al-Quds. If that would have been the case, then Salahuddin didn't have to go, he was a Kurdish. And then we see Sultan Abdul Hamid II, the second, the last Khalifa among the Khilafah Uthmaniyya, when the, the, the Herzl, when he went and he was talking to Sultan Abdul Hamid and was trying to buy out the Palestine by the millions they were billions of pounds they were offering at the time the Muslims were at that time they were under debt what was the response of Sultan Abdul Hamid he could have said well there's an Arab I am Turkish 
This is not the way we look at that as a Muslim. We know this is an issue of the Muslimin. It's not the issue of Palestinians. It's not the issue of Arabs. It is the issue of Islam. And not only Islam, it is the issue which is very closely connected to our Aqeedah. Because Allah is the one mentioned in the Quran that about Masjid Al-Aqsa and the surroundings which is Barakna Hawlahu. Allah is the one who blessed this land. Allah is the one who made Muhammad Sallallahu to lead the, all the Anbiya from Adam to Muhammad Sallallahu in that land. Hence this land is one of the most important places for the Muslims. And now talking about the issue in hand. First we understand what, uh, what is the importance for, uh, the, of this, this land for the Muslimin. Now talking about the issue in hand. Number one thing to remember. You don't take one piece of news which we can see very clearly how the news media is biased and go along and start building the case around it. Malcolm X, Rahimahullah, one time he mentioned that if you follow just the newspapers, those days there was no internet like this today, or the media way we have today. If you follow the news on newspapers, I'm just paraphrasing it, then you may end up loving the oppressor and hating the oppressed. So we better know what exactly is happening. This is not, when we talk about the issue of Gaza, this is not the issue that happened in a couple of days, a week ago or so. This is the issue that's been going on for decades. 75 plus years has happened to Adabka. And that was started at the Balfour declaration that was done in 1917, 1918. And look at that, the one who did that. Balfour, who was one time was the Prime Minister of Britain, the one who passed a law about illegal immigration, which was actually targeted towards the Jews. Which was targeted towards the Jews. They wanted to kick out the Jews from Britain. They used to refer to them as the scum of the earth. Worse than the animals. They wanted to raise them, get them out of it, and they can, so they can, they can clean up Britain and the Europe out of these Jews. And they did the, the, the Balfour Declaration. And out of that, what was done? To take the peace of the heart of the Muslim Ummah, Palestine, and give it to them. And that was, they were succeeded in 1948 with Sultan Abdul Hamid. When he was asked to sell it, his response was, this is not my land that I can give it to you. This land was taken by the Ummah, by their blood. Once I am not there, then you can take it for free. I'd rather have a sword stabbed into my heart and, or give this land to you. And they didn't really do that. They destroyed the Khilafah of Maniyah and they took the land for free. They, took the, they usurped the land for free. And today we can see the consequences of that. Our Muslim brothers and sisters from Palestine, they have been thrown out of their own land and now today they are offering two, two state solutions. It is as if, really if you think deeply, it sounds like this. You are living in a nice mansion, somebody comes and kick you out of your mansion and then say, you know what? You can have a part of the mansion, we'll give you, we'll throw you into the bathroom. Go live there. 
And that's what the two-state solution is today. The land belongs to the Muslims. Once it's ruled by the command of Allah Azza wa Jal, it belongs to the Muslims until the day of judgment. And that land must be liberated. This is an obligation on us all. And Alhamdulillah, all praise to Allah Azza wa Jal, all thanks to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Today, we really see the Ummah is rising up. They feel the unity. I don't have to be a Palestinian to talk about the issue of Al-Quds or Palestine or, the, or Gaza. I don't have to be an Arab. I don't even have to speak Arabic to talk about this issue. This is an issue connected to the aqeedah of La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. Don't we believe in this La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah? Yes, we do. This is why we are raising our voices. This is why we want the world to know the injustice that is happening. And this injustice that is happening, if it continues to go on, it is not only the issue of Palestine itself. When people turn their eyes away from the injustice from one part of the world, this is going to grow and this is going to cause a fitna or facade for the whole world. So you cannot think, this is my house is protected, hence I'm gonna go sit back and nothing's gonna come to me. When the injustice like this happens, it is going to continue on. In the very same surah in Surah Al-Isra, Allah Azza wa Jal tells us about not only the Isra al-Mi'raj Rasulullah Sallallahu went through, but rather Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la also talks about the Bani Israel, that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la will give them power twice on the earth and they will be destroyed. And this is the second time that they're going through. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned they will be given power, wealth, banin or children, and fire, all sorts of power will be given to them. But Abd al-Shakura, the slave of Allah Azzawajal, will come back and take care of them. Now the question comes in is what is expected from us. Yes, we understand that. We understand that there's injustice going on. We understand that the media is taking one side. We understand the nations have gathered and they're sending their ships and all sorts of carriers towards the people who don't even have any army. They don't even have any weapons. And they're trying to destroy them. Who they're trying to destroy are nobody but our brothers and sisters. They are our brothers and sisters. Believers are nothing but the brothers and sisters to each other. They are our brothers. I always remind ourselves, when we read things, ayat like this, that believers are brothers, or when we say al-Muslimu akhu al-Muslim, that the Muslim is a brother of a Muslim, it doesn't say the Arab Muslim. It doesn't say the Nigerian Muslim. It doesn't say the Egyptian Muslim. It doesn't say the Pakistani or Indian or Bengali Muslim. It's the Muslim is the brother of a Muslim. And from the Muslim, the blood and the wealth and the honor is protected. Now today, what we see, Muslims are big, huge in numbers. We are big in numbers. We have huge armies across the world. And when we are talking about the issue of Palestine, brothers and sisters, remember that this issue is not an economic issue. 
Yes, we will send the charity as much as we can. It's not a spiritual issue only. Yes, we will make the dua for our brothers and sisters. It is a political issue, and the political issue solves by political means. And in this case, as a Muslim, we are Muslims. We are not, not Muslims to looking for solutions outside of Islam. So our, whether it's a spirituality, whether it's a finances, economics, or social system, or ruling system, or educational system, or whatsoever we talk about, all our politics, it must come from Islam. And when we talk about the politics in Islam, Islam gives us a solution. The solution is we have to be united. Our hearts are united. I know that. I see that in the faces in front of me, the, the brothers and sisters who are sit, sitting in front of me, who are from different parts of the world, different skin color, different languages they speak, but their hearts are together and they feel the pain was happening in Palestine today. Hence our hearts are united. Now this unity has to become out as a political unity as well. And Islam teaches that. And that is through that Allah Azzawajal has given us a method which is to have one Amirul Mu'mineen under which we gather. The one who is going to use these armies when any kind of an injustice happens, whether it is Palestine today or anywhere in the world, to the Muslims, to the Arabs or non-Muslims alike. They are the one who moves these armies to help them out. Today we will continue to do as much as we can as individuals. We can make dua, we can help the, 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 the destitute and the poor, whatever way we can give some money and financial aids, yes. And I'm not here to gather money, brothers. I want to bring you back to think about and start moving the people to tell them, do your job, the one who have the power. The one who have the power, they have to move and help these poor destitute people in Gaza, in Palestine, and all around the world. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help all the Muslimin, especially the one in Palestine and within Palestine in, 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 in Gaza today. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring the help back, the, 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 the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to help our brothers and sisters who are oppressed. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.